Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. I'm Mark Whitman. And... Um, Mark and I were taking a little break, and we started talking. I said, hey, let me hit record on this. Um, we were talking about the new movie that's coming out called The Iron Claw. Mm-hmm. It's a movie about the Von Erich family uh, featuring uh, Brady Pierce, who is a, a local wrestler from is the it, Carolinas. Is it featuring? Well, he plays Michael PSAs yeah. in, the, in the movie. And... Uh, I'm very excited for this movie. I think it comes out December 21st or 22nd. Definitely, uh, we, we're talking about working it out and um, trying to go see in this movie. We, you and I have not been to a movie together. Maybe since 1992. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did you go see Dead Poet Society with us? There was a big. It. There was a group of us that went. Um, I doubt that. We were t- so. Um, there's a couple of ways I want to go with this. Um, we were talking about. That one of the Von Erich, we don't think one of the Von Erich brothers is featured in the movie. We think it's Mike. I didn't even realize that one of them wasn't in it until you just told me. Because I, I read somewhere that somebody was like, man, they put Lance, they have a deal in here with Lance Von Erich, but then they don't even have Mike Von Erich in it. Um, yeah, I mean, uh... But Lance Von Erich is kind of an important part of their story, believe it or not. Right. If you know the story, it's kind of important. Yeah. If you've ever seen any of the documentaries on on world class. Um, you can keep talking. I'm looking at the. That was one. The, we the, have young Kevin, young David, Fritz, Kevin, David. The Sheik, Chavo Guerrero Jr. is playing the Sheik. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Von Erich is in the movie. Okay. Uh, Maybe. Is Chris? It, it may not be Chris. I don't know. Huh? Chris started wrestling. Gino Hernandez is oh. represented. Harley Race. Yeah, there you go. Kerry Von Erich. What do you think? I don't I don't know that this movie is going to give us any insight into anything that most wrestling fans. I think for a non-wrestling fan... This could be a very compelling movie um, for a non-wrestling fan. Because really, it's about it's not really about wrestling. It's about no. this family that... I think it's Chris that maybe is not okay. represented. But anyway, um, yeah, like I had a friend of mine ask me about it. Say, man, what's the... What is that? You know? Yeah. And I was like, dude, like this is... An incredibly tragic story. Yeah, like, I was like, I don't think you're going to go see a feel good movie. No, he's like, well, what? so I was like, yeah, they had this brother. He got electrocuted, and then they all like had this hard ass for a dad that yeah. was like trying to run a wrestling promotion. Right. One of them like died in Japan, and one of them got toxic shock syndrome. Yeah. And then like the the you know Kevin was. Probably a little bit better. I mean, better in the ring. Not probably. I mean, than Carrie. But Carrie just had the. Carrie was like the complete. Yes. Package and if, you know, but dude, he just didn't have his head on right. No. He couldn't control his addiction. And if he could have, he could have been. He could have been in the Hulk Hogan spot. Correct. Carrie Von Eric could have been. Yes. 
on that level. Had he, if he'd have had his head on right, mm-hmm. man, the sky would have been the limit for him. Yeah. Um, he, and then I was telling you, know, about the motorcycle wreck, wrestling with a prosthetic. He was like, yeah. what? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, dude, this is, this family is, this is an incredibly tragic story. When you, if you sit down, if you sit a non-wrestling fan down and you tell them the story, they'll be like, nah, that's as believable as a Hallmark Christmas movie. But it's the truth. Yeah. Everything that happened to them, the tragedies. I think it's a lot more believable than a Hallmark Christmas movie. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know. A lot of people that have lost family members to the same type stuff. But but what I have an, you know I have an aunt who overdosed. But, but what I'm saying is, the whole wrestling with a prosthetic foot that's kind of it's yeah. kind of out there. I mean, um, I so I want to talk I want to talk a little bit what's what spurred this for me, and I don't remember what I was searching for the other night. This would kind of show you that I was searching. For a Mike, I was I was like, I want to see a Mike Von Eric match. Because I'm pretty sure he was terrible. And I found a TV match. Mm-hmm. Mike Von Eric versus Ric Flair. And the whole point is, Mike Von Eric's trying to go 10 minutes with the mm-hmm. world champion. And this, you could show a person a non-wrestling fan you could show them this one match and use this one match to show i want to i want to show you how great rick flair <laughs> how was. good rick flair was yeah. how great he was as a wrestler and as an entertainer and also in this match i'm going to show you everything that was wrong with world-class championship wrestling and probably Fitz, Fritz Von Erich and how just how what a terrible wrestler looks like if I, every was young it, wrestler was this Mike after he got sick or this was I think this is Mike before he got sick I don't think he was very big anyway right he was real real lank, lanky he was tall and lanky yeah but I'm talking every young wrestler should watch this match of what not to do, not how to this, – hey, this is – don't stand like this. Um, there, There's – um, we may have it, – it's only like 10 minutes, so we may have to watch this. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. You and I may have to watch this because it's so bad. It's so bad, but it's so great. Again, it's like the flat, the fact that Ric Flair takes someone who is so green in the business, athletically, psychology-wise, everything, mm-hmm. and Flair gets a comp- – they turn that into 10 minutes of compelling television. That also shows you what was right about world-class championship. They had the best hour of TV. Mm-hmm. Of hard, uh, basically anybody. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so it, it's it's terrible. Um, what are your? I mean, what are your memories of the Von Erichs and? Uh, 
mainly it was like <clears throat> watch uh, seeing them in the magazines. It was yeah. really like my. And then finally, I think they got the deal on ESPN and kind of getting to watch some of that. But I mainly watched the Von Erichs through the magazines. And then um, Carrie showed up in WWF. And I remember kind of being excited about that. Like he yeah. was, because I was like, finally, I get to see Carrie see- Von Erich. And he was already a big star to me because mm-hmm. I'd been looking at him in the magazines. Um, but the standout match I always think about is him and. Um, the Ultimate Warrior and the Road Warriors at Survivor Series versus like it was like Demolition, Mr. Yeah. Perfect, and Rick Rude. Maybe I can't right. remember who the who the opponents were. Um, I somehow or maybe Demolition and Powers of Pain. I can't I can't remember who their opponents were, right. but it was just like there's not a more eighties no like that's right steroid match than <laughs> that. Um, I somehow. I don't know if I was reading the TV guide or something, but World Class Championship Wrestling was syndicated. It came on Channel 32. Very grainy. Mm-hmm. I would watch it on Saturday mornings. Yeah. And I can't remember if it came on. I think it came on at 10. It came on at like 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And then Mid-Atlantic came on at noon. And... um. That's just what I mean. I was introduced to so many Midnight Express, Fantastics, Rick Rude, Missing Link, Freebirds, Von Erics. Did you? Um, I know I did. Um, remember Jerry's video had the wrestling section, and they had the like the Parade of Champion. Yes, tapes. I can remember getting those and watching them. Um, I don't know. Maybe I, I just remember it was like the. One of the – it was the second or third parade. I mean, that first one was just lightning in a bottle. Right, right, right. But after that, they were not. Oh. It was just – you know, Gary Hart talked a lot about it. And, right. Um, there's a shoot interview with him. Uh, when I talk about Lance Von Erich being important to the story, that's coming – like Gary Hart talked about how important it was to the to the demise of that territory. Right. That – you had you had the first one. David died. It was sad, right? But you had this celebrate, and then the things would happen when Mike happened, and then Chris, and he said, "Just it got sad." Yeah, and it, like everything was just like this sad reminder. And then when they brought Lance in, it like I forget who he was. Right. He had another wrestling persona. Yeah, and people recognized it. Hmm. Uh, he he may have even been that persona that I wish I could remember. I'm just drawing a blank yeah. right now because I'm almost fifty. You yeah. just gotta yeah. If you want to look it up, yeah, you keep talking. Um, so they knew that he had. I think the guy had been a maybe it was that he was a high school athlete. The guy who was Lance was a really famous high school athlete in that in that area. And people knew who he was, like they, because high school athletics was a big deal in in Texas, still is. But either way, whether he was a wrestler or whether he was a really famous high school athlete who had been really successful, people recognized him, and they were disappointed that the Von Erichs had lied to him, mm. and they had to like go on TV and acknowledge that he was not really a Von Erich. So, did you find? Yeah. So. Um... So he he 
so he was trained by Fritz, mm-hmm. sent to Don Owens in Portland, wrestled as Ricky Vaughn. And when they wanted to bring him in and make him a Von Eric, basically the whole family was against it. And but Fritz was like, "We're doing this." Right. And um. And and people knew it was kind of like a deception. And then something happened. It was more of a backstage thing. Um, he wanted he wanted more money, and went to. It says that he went to another a rival Texas promotion. And Fritz goes on TV, and I, I remember watching this on. I remember yeah, seeing I've seen this the clip like, of of him talking about he Eric. was not a Von Eric, yeah, and he never was a Von Eric, yeah. And basically, hey, we've been lying to you. Yes, and that was just one. And then they did the, um, you know, Fritz did the fake heart attack, and it was, oh. that was like the last straw. Like oh. the people gave up on him. After that, the people they were with him, and then the, the thing with like Carrie left, and then he, and then when Fit when Fritz had the fake heart attack, and they and everybody knew it was fake, and they the people just left the premiere. It was sad for a for a little bit. I remember it was a big deal when World Class pulled out of the NWA. And they the the story was, Flair comes in and he's getting disqualified, and we're going to have our own champion. And if the champion gets dis, the title can change hands on disqualification. Yeah. And so we want to have a fighting champion, and of course, you know, Kerry, I think Rick Rude may have been their champion, and 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 it was a big deal when the magazines recognized that as a world championship. Right. And. I remember that. That was a you watched it kind of a curiosity. Oh man, that's kind of cool that they're doing that. It's cool that there's different rules and fighting champion. And then once Kerry became the champion, they did the interpromotional stuff with AWA, and that also was a very much a the Kerry Von Eric and Jerry Lawler series of matches they were having. That was very intriguing. And and again, that's stuff you're having to get through the magazines. Like that stuff. Right. That was uh, Jerry Lawler was another guy I would see in the magazines and right. this guy's like he says he's beat Hulk Hogan and Randy yeah. Savage and Ric Flair and there's a picture of him I think holding the NWA title and I'm just going, Who is this Right. Schlub. Right. <laughs> right. You know, like who is this guy, man? Um and and that I re, I will never forget they started doing. It started moving to USWA, and that's when I I one hundred percent just lost yeah. interest. Yeah, when it was like uh, Eric Embry, Eric Embry came Iceman in, King Parsons, and well, Iceman had been there. Yeah, and dude, I world class in mid like. Again, I mentioned the Midnight Express. I mentioned the Fantastics. Mid-South and world-class, that was your stop before you either went to Vince or you went to Crockett. Yeah. Those were like, I knew once, I mean, hey, this person, I mean, Rick Rude, he was the, whatever, the American heavyweight champion and then, Next thing you know, he's with Manny Fernandez mm-hmm. in in um, in Crockett. But again, we've talked about this a lot before. Um, I mean, the Von Erics and the Freebirds. 
one of the greatest feuds of all time. It was so believable. It was so you, – you couldn't write. It was perfect to say the you got these party animals, you got the milk-drinking mm-hmm. brothers. It's a match made in heaven. Or hell. Correct. You know. Correct. Probably uh, fine Eric's not as clean cut. No, uh, no. Behind the scenes as they were on camera. Definitely not. And and that was the thing, too, is yeah, you hear stories about they were, they were constantly late. They were hard to work with. They were very stiff in the ring. <coughs> uh, Flair talked about people. Somebody asked Flair, man, you lost the title to carry von eric on a backslide he's like that's what he could do yeah like that's what he could remember right that was the yeah we had to keep it simple it was the easiest way to do keep it simple for her so yeah that's sad man he was you know i mean like he he was almost uh drago and and uh, rocky four i mean carry von eric yeah Really? Yeah. I mean, it was like him, Nikita Kolov, and Dolph Lundgren were the three. Oh, I never heard the three carry. finalists. And I just think, that, like, I think they wanted. Well, I mean, I could be wrong. I think they wanted Kerry Von Eric. He just couldn't do the. He couldn't do it. He couldn't remember the yeah, lines. He just couldn't do it. Yeah. He. Oh. He was not. Um, I've just stumbled upon Von Eric Hill promos with David. Oh really? From uh, I don't know if these were Memphis, and it's he does most of the talking and carries kind of there, but he's got like a feather thing. Hey, and I was talking to a friend, and my buddy was like, "Man, I just didn't like that." I'm like, "What are you talking about, dude? That was super entertaining because it was like totally the opposite of what you think of Avon Eric. You don't normally think of Avon Eric like bragging and yeah. And it was David Von Eric was uh, like if you watch a match of David. David was the total package. Oh, yeah. He was the one. Yeah. Yeah, he was the one. He didn't look the part like Kerry did. No. But he definitely – I mean, I think everybody agrees that he would have eventually been the NWA champion. Yeah, and he would have been – he would not have been a four, three, four-week champion. Like He would have been – you get the title. Because what they did for the, for the uninformed, the NWA would have their annual meeting – and they would basically elect a champion for a year. And then they would come back. And sometimes you would have brief, um, you know, brief switches through the year. But they pretty much all would agree on, right. hey, this is the guy for the next year. Then they'd come back both the next year. And uh, it was very close to uh, where David was going to get that. Run, mm, yeah, oh yeah. What for, um, for the uninformed, um, who maybe you're listening to this and man, you're you're curious about the the Iron Claw movie, and now you're like, um, what do you think we'll ever really know what happened with David Von Eric in Texas? That happened in Japan, Japan, Japan. Yeah, that's right. what I meant. Yeah. Um, the the story was some sort of intestinal. Yeah, issue. I mean, I think he's had. Uh, I mean, heck, I've had it happen to me before, man. Where you get, uh, yes, I mean, the way I understand it, he'd been eating and drinking all day long, and I mean, he just went to bed and threw up. Not threw up, but like had acid reflux almost and choked on it. I've done that. 
I mean, that was the story. Right. But I don't know that we'll ever really know. Yeah, not now. I don't think. Uh, I don't think anybody that knows still if, they were, if they were going to tell it, they would have told it. Unless it's somebody. Right. Who, I've heard Bruiser Brody was one of the first people to his room. Right. Yeah, he ain't going to tell nobody. No. And um, even if he were alive, he would be, you know, kayfabing it. Yeah, pro- probably. Pro- probably. Um, and, and yeah, just. Um, but you do wonder, you know, that some of the other brothers struggle with substance abuse. And you wonder if. Um, which which a lot of the wrestlers drank, yeah. Back then, uh, Carrie dealt with a lot of other, you know, stuff too. Um, but again, do not go into this movie thinking it is a happy ending. Yeah, this ain't no Christmas movie. No, it just happens to be coming out at Christmas. Yeah. What's uh? What are some other good? Wrestling movies. There aren't very many. Right. You know. There's that Mickey Rourke movie, which is, ah, it's okay. I mean, it, you know, it kind of paints some of the legends in a, yeah. in a, in a, it's, it's sad and depressing too. Um, there aren't any, I mean, I'm trying to think if there are any really good movies about professional wrestling. Did you ever watch the recent Glow show on Netflix? No, sir. I didn't either. I didn't. I didn't either. I don't watch much of nothing. Yeah. I think you would like um, the new Monarch show on Apple Apple TV. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not paying for Apple TV. I can help you out with that. <laughs> I don't know. I think my wife had it for a while. She we do the 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 music thing. Well, for like for just a few dollars more, you get it all. Yeah, all six shows that they got on there. They're good. Though. They're they're good. Um, but I don't want to watch. Yeah, I got you. I don't. Wanna, I, don't I watch Andy Griffith, man. Yeah, I watch Sanford and so. There you go. <laughs> I I don't care anything about watching. My buddy uh, Alan, him and his wife, they've been watching Dallas on Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh yeah. He says, man, I can't believe we watched that as kids. (laughs) They don't make, they just don't make good TV like they used to. I just think everything's, it's just different now. I mean, clearly the shows are amazing. I mean, I'm guessing Yellowstone's probably, you know, I ain't watched it, but, you know. I think you would love Yellowstone. Yeah, everybody tells me that. I'm sure I probably would, but it's just, it's just Dallas for, you know, 2023. It's a soap opera. I mean, Wrestling at its best is a male soap opera. Uh, Whatever happened to re- regular soap operas, like during the day, days of our lives. You don't hear much about that anymore. I don't do think, that. I think they gone. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, be at my grandma's house. We'd have to watch days of our lives. Yeah. And they had this storyline where Marlena mm-hmm. got possessed by the devil. Yes. Right? Yes. When mom got sick, she was in the hospital. She was watching Days of Our Lives every day. So I sat down with her to watch it one day, cut it on, wouldn't you know? She's still possessed by the devil. 
Wait. <laughs> I don't know about now. This was like, obviously would have been like a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah, she was possessed again. I said, I said, is she still? They still got this devil thing going on? She said, oh, no, this is new. This just, this just started up. They, the, the devil came back. The devil never left. Well, evidently not. I'm going to tell you, um, I'll never forget uh, Tracy Sanders. And, you know, I go over to his house all the time. His sister had taped Bo and Hope's wedding. Oh, yeah. Which was kind of timed along Prince Charles and Princess Di's wedding. And she had taped it, and it was... It was written in big letters. Bo and Ho's wedding do not tape over. Yeah. And I just knew Lisa would have killed us if we had taped over. Oh, no yeah. doubt. No, I know uh, the girl that I always hope. Mm-hmm. You're talking about gorgeous, man. Yeah, Bo and Hope. Yeah, Hope is gorgeous. Then man. you had the guy with the... Then you had Roman, and then the new guy was playing Roman. <laughs> and then it comes to find out the new guy wasn't actually Roman. Yeah. Roman was, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, you didn't realize that, like, everybody had the same shared experience of having to watch this as a kid. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, everybody knows all this stuff. Like, man. here, all right, here's, here's a question. Did you ever fake being sick? To stay home and watch soap operas. Um, no, because my my father was not falling for that. Right. My mom was not falling for that. Right. That wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. So no, I tried. I'm not. I mean, I don't right. think I ever did not to watch soap operas, mm -hmm. just because I didn't want to go to school. But yeah. But no, I mean, I definitely remember. At my grandmother's house, we were watching Days of Our Lives. Yeah, that was you. There wasn't. A, you didn't, I didn't have an. Eye. And my mom watched it every day too. So. One o'clock. Yeah, one o'clock. That's right. The, uh, the news was at twelve. Mm -hmm. Days of Our Lives. You might at get one. a Andy Griffith at eleven thirty. Right. And then you get the news. Days of Our Lives at one. Mm -hmm. Another World at two. Something at three. Was it General Hospital? Well, the, I'm talking about NBC. General Hospital was ABC. We didn't watch those. I'm talking about on NBC, WYFF. Yeah. And then at about four. Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Yeah. And then, um, well, I hated when Santa Barbara came along because it was coming on during my cartoon time. That's right. Because you had G.I. Joe come uh -huh. on in the afternoon or He-Man, he Voltron, yeah. all the good cartoons. Yeah, all the classics. To me... Sometimes Saturday mornings were disappointing because the cartoons on Saturday morning weren't as good as the ones I watched in the afternoons. True, but the ones on Saturday morning were different, man. You get right. Alvin and the Chipmunks yeah. and Flintstone Kids, Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies, was, that's an all-time. Yes. You know, that's that's good stuff. Muppet Babies. <laughs> Dude, and then they just... Make our dreams come true. Once Muppet, Muppet Babies got bought by Disney, things changed. Boy, Disney's changed a lot of things. They changed their profit margin. Boy, they sure have. Um. Oh, man. Yeah, and then once I got into wrestling, I wasn't watching as many cartoons on Saturday morning. Yeah, man, but it was always a nice lead-in. 
Yes. Yeah, the cartoons were a lead into wrestling. Did for me, you man. when when the and then you went outside. I mean, after wrestling went off, yeah, I went outside. Um, once I discovered the UHF channels, so like Channel Thirty Two, they were showing George of the Jungle, Underdog, yeah. uh-huh. dude. I would get up at five o'clock on Saturdays uh-huh. to watch all these cartoons that you never saw: Rocky and Bullwinkle, yes. Dudley Do Right, yes, yeah, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Hong Kong Fui, number one super guy. <laughs> I had a Hong Kong Fui, quicker than a human eye. <laughs> he he slept in a drawer. <laughs> yeah, no, he jumped in the top drawer. Oh, he came and he came out the bottom drawer. <laughs> Hong Kong Fui. <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude, they, yeah, just uh... let me check out my super duper book of Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> Hong Kong Fooey. Scatman Crothers. Oh, yeah. That's who did the voice. Oh, okay. I I remember at the book fair one time, I got like this magazine. And, dude, they totally broke kayfabe and showed you. They had pictures of the people who did the voices for all the Smurfs. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like, what? There's somebody... There's a woman doing a guy's voice, mm-hmm. or there's a, it, 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 it. I just man, that just rocked my world right there. Gargamel and Azrael. <laughs> Azrael. That's pretty good, man. Pretty I've been good. been working on my Gargamel since '82. Have you? <laughs> Smurfs. I remember when they came out, and mm-hmm. the dude just. Uh, yeah, it seemed like a phenomenon. It probably wasn't, you know what I mean? But it seemed like the Smurfs were everywhere when they first come out. I, I, yeah, they were, man. I've got some Smurf toys somewhere. That, yeah, the little, like the little yeah. California raisin figures. Yeah, they were, they were Smurfs. I remember those. And dude, it started out, you know, there was like five of them you could get, and then there was like five hundred. Oh yeah, the, they had the cereal, the Smurfberry Crunch. Yeah, cereal. Maybe it was a bigger deal than I remember. Shirt tails, remember that? Yeah, little, wait. Um, little animals, and they all had different like things on their shirts or something. Yes. Yeah. What was that called? Yeah. Shirt tails. Huh. The snorks. I do remember the snorks. Mm-hmm. They were underwater, yeah, right? They were like the Smurfs underwater. They were, yeah. I think they were trying to. Yeah. I think they were hoping that would be as big as the Smurfs. You know what made me mad is I would get a comic book and it would talk about these NBC cartoons. It was like Thunder the Barbarian and Space Ghost. Those right. shows never came on around here. Yeah, I don't recall seeing them a whole lot. I liked Fat Albert a lot. Fat Albert was great. That was an a- that was on the afternoons. I love her, her, her. Scooby-Doo, obviously. Yes. Looney Tunes. Love that stuff. Looney Tunes is what got you... Like, that's what I watched in the morning, getting ready for that's right. school. I still, like, not, at, not. I would say once every couple of months, mm-hmm. man. If, I, if I'm if i on HBO Max and I can't find anything to watch and the Looney Tunes things pops up, I'll hit play and let, let a couple of Looney Tunes yeah. play. Because they're funny, man. They're yeah. funny. Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> I love Foghorn Leghorn. Elmer Fudd. Yeah, I love Yosemite Sam. Have you ever seen Robin Williams 
do Elmer Fudd singing Fire by Bruce Springsteen? I don't think so. We found we found a Robin Williams comedy tape at Jerry's in college. And we I remember watching that and we were just like, What have we discovered here? <laughs> this is absolutely it was just incredible. Uh, watching him and just uh Yeah. That's the kind of stuff. It's the kind of stuff you remember. Yeah. It's the kind of stuff you remember. Jerry's video. In Jerry's video, they'd come out, they'd have the the G.I. Joe, uh they'd have you know, they'd have the cartoons on video, you'd rent them. There'd always be they'd always do like a uh a five episode series and you and if you missed one you'd be like, What happened? I don't know what happened. How did we get here? What's going on? Do you remember the girl that worked at Jerry's video at the one in Pendleton? She had real big hair. Hmm. Uh, she was like this is awful. She she was kind of, she was like a red she was kind of rednecky, man. She was had that redneck yeah. Hot yeah. thing going on. And every now and then she'd come in with like a black eye or a busted lip. You were probably in there a lot more than me. Yeah, I was there a good bit. Yeah, because I, I went up there a lot. I mean, I lived not far from it. So. I, when I, was, I mean, at one point it was like right around the corner from my house. When I was in high school, would, yeah, Jerry's video when it started was right across from the square, right? Mm-hmm. Where that Mexican restaurant yeah, is. Yeah, that's right. Um. When I was in high school, across from Walker McAmoll Fire Department, in in Sack McAbee's old store, they opened up. Dude, my dream growing up was to have a video comic yeah. book card store. That's yeah. what I wanted. Mine too. Yeah, I think that was and, a lot of uh, our dreams. I remember renting. To me, renting video games because mm-hmm. um. You couldn't find RBI baseball anywhere. Yeah, and I guess kids won't understand. I, I didn't. You, we didn't get everything we wanted. Right. It wasn't like a new game come out, and you got to go get it. I mean, they were expensive, mm-hmm. and people were not going to buy them for you. It was just right. the way it was. But you could rent them. Right. You know. I remember getting. My aunt got me RBI baseball for Christmas, and I just I don't I don't afford Nintendo, mm-hmm. and I just remember I just thought that was the greatest thing ever because yeah. I had had to I had rented that game and rented that game. Oh yeah, man. And uh, yeah, I was like that with uh, Excite Bike. I, I I loved Excite Bike. I mean, I don't know why. Right, it's the silliest game. It really is. But I I loved it. I loved. I I remember I had the WrestleMania game mm-hmm. and how disappointed I was. Right. You know you just whoop whoop whoop. <laughs> Sad little kicks. Um. Yeah. Now they've got these things, and it's got like all the old arcade games. Mm-hmm. It's got like a thousand games that you would play like ten of them, but you get the five thousand, and it just plugs in your TV. I've been wanting to get one of those. I've got a. I've got a Nintendo Classic, mm-hmm. and I've got the the Sega. I got both of those. Okay, so see, does the Sega have any sports games? I don't remember. To right, be honest with you, I haven't played it in probably. A see, year. that's all I. I just want sports games. Huh. Now the Nintendo's got Tecmo Bowl on it. See, I didn't like Tecmo Bowl. What? 
I never because I never had it as a kid. I was a I was a um, John Elway's football. Joe Montana football. Remember that? I do. Uh, Derek McLaughlin had Joe. Mon- uh-huh. I just remember getting that. And I'm like, that was the most. That was incredible. Like it's the just jump like watching a game. The <laughs> jump from Nintendo to Sega. Yeah, it was from, huge. Think about this. 8-bit to 16-bit, I don't think these kids will ever understand. No, no, man. Heck then man. you get to 32-bit. And now I don't even know what we're on now. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. 4K. What, I don't know what any of these terms mean. The giga, gigabytes and the helobytes yeah. and the yeah. megawatts and all that. I don't know what that crap means. And don't care. I don't care what it means. You just enjoy your games. You play, You still play some? Yeah, I mean, nothing's come out that I wanted to play here lately. That's the thing. I mean, I I bought a system for one game, mm-hmm. and then after I got done with it, I was like, well, I guess I got a $600 paperweight in there now. <laughs> um, there was uh, – I saw a thing yesterday. Uh, a, a local uh, indie wrestler is being featured on um, – it's a new game called The Wrestling Code. And it, it has some older, you know, more famous wrestlers, but it's got some indie wrestlers. I think Kurt Angle's on this. And it's supposed to be on all the platforms. It's supposed to come out in 2024. But maybe think about the last couple of years, how many different wrestling games were supposed to come out. Yeah. And didn't. There was one that a lot – that some of my friends were on. And uh, it was more of a – it wasn't going to be like a uh, – Gameplay. It was going to be more of a strategy. Well, you know, you build your cards and all this, and uh, it was it was a lot of indie wrestlers, and I can't remember what happened, but the dude. I don't think he took anybody's money and ran, but there sure were people lining up to. Oh, you can get your indie promotion in this game, right. and da 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 da. And yeah, he took the money and walked off. I, I don't think. I think he walked <laughs> off because there wasn't any money. There wasn't any money. Um, that may have been. That may have been. The he case. slinked away because there was no money. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, who would have thought that people, all these guys, ain't got no money? Yeah, that's that's cr- craziness. Um, so circling back around to our original topic, uh-huh. um, the Iron Claw movie. Is there anything? Anything you think might be in this movie that might give new insight or something you weren't didn't know about? Nah. I'm still I'm fascinated. Matter of fact, I would say just the opposite. I think you're gonna. I think they've probably taken some creative license. Right now, I am. Um, I'm interested to see how they portray the the Carrie's accident in the foot. Very interested because. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a scene in the trailer with him riding a motorcycle, so I'm assuming they're going to address it. No, well, there's a scene with him in a in a wheelchair. Yeah. Um. Now let's. Uh. Was it that his foot? They didn't originally. Did they originally amputate his foot, or they put screws and tried to fix it, and then it was just like, nah, this ain't gonna work. Or what's your... I don't remember, but I'm wanting to say, yeah, they tried to fix his foot. and They told him, you're going to have to take like a year off. I mean, I think it was one of them kind of deals. Yeah. And I think he didn't. 
right? Isn't that what happened? He he come back like right after it happened because they had a you know we got a house we got a and that's just what you did you put yeah. tape on it and I think it and I may be wrong about that but I think that's what happened and they just said look we can, if you're not gonna stay off of it we can't save it right right I did I I. I don't remember him. Yeah, it's just a, that's just amazing to me that you would even think. I mean, yeah, and he would even shower in the boot. Yeah, like he didn't evidently didn't want anybody to know. So, you know, and I didn't know until that was a pretty well guarded secret. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I didn't know till years later. I mean, I don't know why I wouldn't. Nobody was. Uh, it was spilling the beans. Well, that's when we, uh, it was this thing um, called protecting the business. Called a life. <laughs> we used to have. <laughs> I used to have a thing called a life. Now I don't have one anymore. I would, I would love to see a promotion come along that basically said, hey, here's the deal. We're going to pay you really well, whether you're cameraman, producer, whatever. If if we find out that you talk to, we are not, we're going to be a promotion that doesn't talk to the dirt sheets. Mm-hmm. We're not going to, if you want to do that, that's fine. You're not going to do it here or, you know, mm-hmm. that would be very interesting. I thought, you know, back to the CM Punk thing from the previous that was a pretty well guarded secret. They're like you, stuff like that doesn't happen because somebody talks. Well, I think even yeah. Oddly enough, what what drew, drew him to want to come there evidently was the way they handled um, John Huber's passing, like where it was kind of kept under under wraps that he was dealing with some stuff. I think that's when one of the things that impressed him with the company, and then for whatever reason, there was a lot of leaks to the. Yeah. To various news sources about things going on with him and behind the scenes and how people didn't like him and, you know, strange. He was a victim of that. Yeah. The, um, isn't it weird that like AEW, who, who basically, I think it's in your contract, who talked to dirt sheets, <laughs> but the whole Huber thing. That like, I, I met, and that was something important. That was somebody's yeah. real, uh, real, real life, and um, yeah, that, man, that's just so. Now him and Bray Wyatt gone. Yeah, like, that's just a Bray Wyatt deal. Strange too, man. Yeah, it's a strange. Mm. I think they're putting him in the Hall of Fame this year. That's the yeah. That's the rumor. That's the word. Yeah, that's probably probably a good one. Yeah, yeah. Where is WrestleMania? in Philadelphia. I have zero idea. I think it's in Philadelphia. I wonder. Um, how's that Philadelphia crowd? You think we'll see any ECW people go in? I'm trying to think of who, maybe the Dudleys. They're already in. 
Are they in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame? Huh. I mean, they're not going to put Taz in. No. Not right now. They're not putting Sabu in. They're Is Bam putting... Bam Bigelow in? I, th- I can't. I think so. I'm wanting to say they put him in posthumously, but I, he may not be. I thought Sonny's not going in. Sonny, she's already in. Oh, uh, she's also in jail. Yeah, yeah. good. Um, should be. Yes, um, yes. She should. I mean, live the rest of her life. She ruined that man. That that man and his family's life. Yeah, That's, she was selfish. I have a drink every night and then too, but I don't get out driving. Right. Um, um, Heyman, you think? That was what I was thinking. Heyman, maybe, but I don't, I mean, usually they don't put active mm-hmm. people in, but maybe Heyman, I, you know, I think he'll definitely go in at some point. Um, there's nobody, they're not putting Shane Douglas in. Um, I don't, who knows? CM, I mean, CM Punk came back. I, you know, nothing would surprise me at this point. Yeah, but they're not putting Shane Douglas in their Hall of Fame. No, you're probably right. Hey, what if if Shane Douglas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man, because I mean, who else? There's nobody. They're not yeah. putting the gangsters in. They're not putting New Jack in. No. Um, they're not putting the public enemy in. Not putting Perry Saturn in. No. Yeah, they're not putting the Eliminators in. Sabu. I said, yeah, they're definitely not putting Sabu in. Um, they already put Rob Van Dam in. Right. But who knows, man? They're liable to show up and... Say, maybe I'm forgetting somebody. Tommy Dreamer still works for, does he work for Impact? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Did you see where Impact signed a deal to be on the streaming service for the company that owns WWE in the UFC, Endeavor? Huh. Endeavor has a streaming service. Thought that was interesting. No, I don't really follow that kind of stuff. I just saw it on, I mean, I'm on Twitter a lot. Well, I, I think I am too. I usually see the wrestling stuff, but no, I haven't. I didn't see that one. Yes, a lot of my feeds been occupied with this house that blew up. Oh, in Washington, you haven't. Seen I that? saw the video of the house yeah. blowing up, and then I, I started a thread where they were talking I think about you probably, it. Yeah, I saw and about all these different connections to. And I got about three into it. I'm like, I I, I don't have the energy for this. I gotta. That's what I said. I don't have the energy for this. Yeah, I'm not. I don't buy into. I don't buy into delusions. And there may be some threads there. There's probably some connections there, but I just, I just, okay. What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, but what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do? I mean, it? you're telling me that. There's all these connections and bad things happen and somebody's pulling the strings. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Why Tell me something mean? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they openly admit, you know, you watch somebody walk into Congress making $170,000 a year and come out five years later and they're worth $129 million. I don't know. You do the math. 
Yeah. I don't know if you know this, and I don't want to get a. But there's different rules for them than there are for us. Um, yeah, we let them ride them. If you and I pulled a fire alarm anywhere, we're getting in trouble. But if you're a congressperson and pull a fire alarm, you don't get in trouble. That's right. Um, Unless you're a Republican in a Democratic-controlled Congress or a Democrat in a Republican-controlled Congress. Right. <laughs> you know, if one of those things happens, you may, you may get in a little trouble. Boy. The next, See, I covered uh, them both. I didn't go one way or the next. The um, next, listen, in 12 months, think about this. This will be a good way to end. One of my favorite episodes we ever did was after the 2016 <laughs> election. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was just a great episode. I am so, and I think I speak for a lot of people. I am so ready to be done with this political season of anything to do with the two leading presidential candidates. Uh, I second that. And the and knowing the fact that after this, I think I think you say it best all the time. I don't want to have anything to do with them. <laughs> I mean, there's um, the fact that one way or the other, we're probably going to get four more years of one of them. One way or another, we're going to get four more years of a senile old man. Yeah. <laughs> well, whoever wins. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with us? What is wrong with us? Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Is there nobody that's like 50 years old with some life experience and a level head on their shoulders? Who hasn't? Uh, that says, you know what? I think I, I could make a difference. I think those people don't get to run for president. I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't think it. I know you're right. Yeah. Those people yeah. don't get to run for president. Most of them got real jobs they have to go to every day. Right. They ain't got time to run for president. They got to be the ones that actually keep the world running. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just I'm just ready for this. What will life be like without these two people? dominating our political landscape. It's just going to be two other fools. But they, they, these are special kind of fools. Yeah, you got a point there. I mean, I have seen, yeah, it's just been, it's been quite fascinating to watch. It really has. They, there's a great line from the Joker: "You get what you deserve." Yeah, and that's kind of where we're at as a country, I think. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like, yeah. Whoever, uh, listen, we're at that point now. 
where they'd booked a pretty good storyline, but we're into WCW 2001 territory. That's right. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, that's right. And it's time for, you know, get Russo out of there. Yeah. We need Bill Watts. We need Bill, Bill Watts, Watts to come, come in, take, take the mats up off the floor. <laughs> yeah. Tell everybody to quit jumping off the top rope. Yeah. We're going to have rules. We're going to have some rules and regulations. <laughs> and y'all are going to follow them, or there's going to be consequences and repercussions. And you're not, if you argue on the floor of the house, you are not going to go out for drinks together. And if you get in a fight in real life, you better win that fight. Did you see the guy that was going to fight in the. They had the head of the Teamsters Union, and then there was this other one, and, and Bernie Sanders was going, all right, we're not doing this. Right. Where he's like, oh, you want to go? You oh. stand your butt up, you know? Oh, it was um, it was a congressman who used to be a UFC fighter. Yeah. He was an undefeated UFC fighter and was ready to fight the dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And hey, Bernie Sanders like, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? That's the way some people are, man. Some people made that way. Have you ever... Um, I think in a lot of ways, Bernie Sanders, he's a career politician. Mm -hmm. You don't become a career politician without being a career politician. But I'm, I've often wondered what a Bernie Sanders presidency would have looked like. Yeah, me too. I, it's, uh, yeah, I have too. I wondered about that. Because here's the thing. He's older than both of the front runners. And he doesn't sound near as senile as either no, one of No, he those. seems to have a lot more common sense, whether you agree with him or not. At least he's got some common sense. Right. seems to, you know. God. Common sense. Yeah. Yeah. Common sense, man. That's all. Speaking of common Just sense. some sense. Right. In some cases. Well, speaking of common sense, if there had been any in the Von Erich household, we wouldn't be getting the Iron Claw movie coming out to theaters. Uh, later on in December 2023. Um, but we encourage you, again, in the show notes, I'll put a link to the Von Eric, the, the Iron Claw trailer. I'll also put a link to this Mike Von Eric match, which I want to watch with Mark right now. All right, we'll find it. We'll, we'll find it and watch it. So you folks should go watch it and understand the greatness of Ric Flair. And then we've got to decide if we're going to eat something. Yes. Yes, we do. I have to eat so I can take my back pill. <laughs> so, um, hey, you're listening to this podcast. I was listening to a new podcast the other day, and number one, it's terrible. I don't know why I thought we were done. No, kinda, no, we are. We are. I was wrapping up. <laughs> no, we're wrapping up. And and um, uh, the guy, one of the guys said, um, hey, tell him where to find our podcast. And he literally just said the name of the podcast. Mm-hmm. He didn't say where they could watch it or listen to it. I, so we're on all the major podcasts. We're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, I think it's safe to say if you're listening to it, you've already found it. Right, right. Um, I guess what I'm saying is maybe there's there's a lot. Of, I typically listen to my podcast on Apple Podcast, I do but too. there's but there's a lot that are on Spotify and Spotify. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to use Spotify as well as Apple podcast. Right. Um, we're not on YouTube. That's, that's the next big project is, uh, 
putting all of our audio, which now YouTube's got podcasts. So yeah. maybe that's not as hard a transfer as I think to uh, do that. Anyway, well, I think I've said enough now. So for the Double Dropkick Show, I'm Heath Mulligan. And I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.